Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Monday, December the 6th, 2021. And um, you know what? Let me do something to change something here. And see if this helps the video quality. See if that helps. There, go see if that helps at all. All right. So, uh, yeah, I was saying we are... Um, in the second week of Advent, and so today we're reading, going to be reading out of Isaiah chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and Luke chapter 21. Um, and I've kind of got a little different arrangement because I'm going back to work today. Christy's glad about that. Like, dude, you need to go back to work. I am too. I was getting antsy after about, about since about like three weeks ago, so... Um, but yeah, I've got a new arrangement, so I had to kind of get out of the kitchen, out of off the dining room table for the podcast and move it into the living room. But I'm such a creature of habit. This is like all new to me. So it it kind of got me out of my comfort zone. <laughs> if you know what I mean. So um, but I think I got everything, I think I got it all kind of set. Um, but it is a little different and you know. I don't know about you, but I'm I like I like certain things certain ways. I know some of you, yeah, you nah, you aren't like that at all. Mm, Pizzelle's good, man. Little coffee, little coffee cake, little coffee cookie. Um, yeah. So today, my new routine, not just the podcast and this, but like the way I do things in the morning now, it's going to be totally different. So. Just got through, for, did a two-mile two walk before this podcast, before the Facebook Live. And then I'm going to do this. Just kind of give you a little rundown of what I'm doing, guys. It's also good practice for me, so I can remember the routine here. So then after the walk, I'm going to do this. And then after this, I'm going to go to the gym. But I'm going to bring all of my clothes for work with me. And then I'll shower at the gym or at Bayside. We have showers there now, so that's awesome. And then... Um, do all of that before I get to the office. Wish me luck, guys. Wish me luck. <laughs> See how it goes. All right. Well, today we're reading Isaiah, beginning at Isaiah chapter 5. It is the second week of Advent. Man, Advent just flies right by, you know. We're already in the second week of Advent. Um, the Sundays begin the new weeks of Advent. So yesterday was the second Sunday, which is the first day of the week, the first day of the second week of Advent. And so the readings for this week uh, from the, the guide that we're using now, uh, this uh, and I get my new version. I did order the newer edition. This is my old edition, just so I can kind of see what you guys are looking at, too. If you order the new one, uh, the minister's prayer book. Um, Doberstein is the editor. Doberstein. You notice I said uh, I changed the way I said that because it's easier. 
because if you try to say edited, it, it doesn't sound, but it edited by Doberstein. Editor Doberstein instead of edited by. It's hard to say. Anyway, hard for me to say. All right, you guys, let's do it. Let's read Isaiah chapter five. Hey, I preached from that yesterday. Chapter one. And hey, morning prayer podcast, folks, your our time together is what inspired me to preach from Isaiah chapter one. I'll be honest with you. A lot of people don't know that, but you do, that it was from our readings in Isaiah chapter one that inspired me to uh, to preach from that. So you can determine whether it was a good idea or not, <laughs> but it felt, felt right at the time. <clears throat> All right. Isaiah chapter five, verses one. I'm going to read one through 17 because yesterday we're, is the reading plan called for beginning at chapter uh, verse five or chapter five, verse one. Um, and so I'm just going to read one through 17. Isaiah five, one through 17. Here we go. See what the Lord has to say to us. You know, we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. I will sing for the one I love a song about his vineyard. My loved one had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He dug it up and cleared it out or cleared it of stones and planted it with the choicest vines. He built a watchtower in it and cut out a wine press as well. Then he looked and he looked for a crop of good grapes, but it yielded only bad fruit. Hmm. So God here is likening the people of God as uh, a vineyard that he prepared, that he created. He cleared it. He created it like a vineyard, dug it up, um, put uh, pr provided for it provisions and protection, a watchtower and a wine press. And um, then he went at harvest time to see if there were any crops. Uh, that's the whole point <laughs> to see if there were any grapes but it only yielded bad fruit. Ooh, verse three. <clears throat> now you dwellers in Jerusalem and people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What would, what more could I have done for my vineyard than I have done for it? So God is just pleading, what, what more could I have done? Again, the season of Advent is, a, is kind of getting back into that longing um, for things to be made right, for this reconciliation with God to take place, for the promises and fulfillments of of uh, all the Old Testament prophecies to come to fruition, this longing of Advent. Verse five, now I tell you what I am going to do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge and it will be destroyed. I will break down its wall and it will be trampled. I will make it a wasteland, neither pruned nor cultivated and briars and thorns will grow there. I will command the clouds not to rain on it. The vineyard of the Lord Almighty is the nation of Israel. Here you go. Here's the interpretation right there. Uh, and the people of Judah are the vines he delighted in. And he looked for justice, justice, but saw bloodshed, for righteousness, but heard cries of distress. Whoa, God cares about justice, man. Verse eight, woe to you, not wow, woe. <laughs> wow, wow, whoa. See, now we, that's, that's different, right? Because we, we, we would read this and we go, wow. Wow, to you who add house to house and join field to field till no space is left and you live alone in the land. No, no. God says, whoa, woe to you. What are you doing? You're just taking, you're just consuming all kind of stuff, building house to house, field to field. But you don't have anything left. House to house. That sounds like Pinellas County. 
<laughs> They're that far apart. You can reach over and scratch your neighbor's back. Your neighbor will be like, my back edge is okay. You'll just open up your window. <laughs> um, I got to finish off this little cookie right here. There we go. There we go. That's superhero food right there. Um, Verse 9. The Lord Almighty has declared it in my hearing. Surely the great houses will become desolate. The fine mansions left without occupants. A 10-acre vineyard will produce only a bath of wine. A homer of seed will yield only an ephah of grain. Whoa, not wow. Woe to those who rise early in the morning to run after their drinks, who stay up late at night till they are inflamed with wine. Drinking and partying from sun up to sundown. And what is, what is, uh, you know, and our court's like, wow, what a man. That's all. What a dude, man. No, God, God says, whoa, whoa. Check yourself. Verse 12. They have harps and, and lyres at their banquets, pipes and timbrels and wine, but they have no regard for the deeds of the Lord, no respect for the work of his hands. They love the work of man, but they don't love the work of God. We talked about that last time, right? People are, that's, 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 that's human nature, right? We love what we can do, what human, human beings can do. And there's beauty in what human beings can do for sure. Things to marvel at. But we should never love the work of man more than the work of God. What's the work of God? To bring redemption and restoration. The work of God. What's God doing? That's that's the thing that should make our hearts um, elevate. That should be what gets us pumped up. That should be what fires us up more than anything else. The work of God more than the work of man. Um, verse 13. Therefore, my people will go into exile for lack of understanding. Those of high rank will die of hunger. The common people will be parched with thirst. Therefore, death expands its jaws, opening wide its mouth into into it will descend their nobles and masses with all their brawlers and revelers. This is not this is not a pretty scene, guys. So people will be brought low and everyone humbled and the eyes of the arrogant humbled. But the Lord Almighty will be exalted in justice. And the Holy One will be proved holy by His righteous acts. The sheep will graze as in their own pasture lambs will feed among the ruins of the rich Ooh, god gonna take care of his people man that's what he's saying god gonna take care of the righteous and and wickedness and uh injustice will be judged that's the advent that's the waiting and how to do that in the fullness of time god sent his son all right let's jump over to first thessalonians chapter five first thessalonians chapter five Verses 1 through 11. Here we go. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates. So it's like, judgment of the Lord. When's that going to happen? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, let's talk about it. About times and dates, we do not need to write to you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Mm, it's going to come like a thief in the night. Interesting. Um. Yeah, I see the I see the notes about the Facebook feed pausing. I like it. Maybe come go out of it and then come back in. That's maybe what I would suggest. Um, yeah, just go out of it and maybe come back in. See if it see if it works. Um, yeah. Um, 
So for you know very well the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. It's going to come. It's going to come like a thief in the night. God, when when will the when will the Lord Jesus return? It will surprise you. It will surprise you, like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief at night. So he's saying, you know, it's, I should, I, I'm staying corrected. He's saying it, it should not surprise you. Not like in, like, I never, I didn't know this was coming. You may, you may not know exactly the day. None of us do. But you're not going to be a lot. You're not going to be taken by surprise. You'll be prepared. And that's his whole point to be prepared. Prepared for what the Lord, uh, when the Lord returns. Verse four, but you brothers and sisters are not in darkness so that this day should not surprise you like a thief. You are all children of light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or the darkness. So then let us not be like the others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting faith and love as a breastplate and hope of salvation as a helmet. For God, not a, not a, for God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Man, aren't you glad about that? Aren't you glad about that? He appointed us for salvation through Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another with, and build each other up just as in fact you're doing. Yeah. Build each other up with the fact that God is going to make things right. That's the the the, the longing of Advent, the first coming, and then we, as we those who live after the first coming of Jesus, we long for the second coming, <clears throat> when things will be made right and perfect. We encourage each other with these words that God does see, God does take into account what's going on. God will make things right. Encourage each other with these words. All right, let's see what the Gospels have to say. Gospel of Luke, chapter 21, verses 20 through 28. This is heavy stuff, man. This is heavy stuff for Monday morning. Here we go. But we can take it. Come on, we ready? Let's go. When you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will, be, you will know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea Flee to the mountains. Let those in the city get out. Let those in the country not enter the city. For this is the time of punishment and fulfillment of all that is written. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great distress in the land and wrath against his people. They will be they will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Time of the Gentiles is what? The, the time... The time um, that is allowed for the Gentiles to be saved. Time of the Gentiles. As the proclamation of the gospel goes out and more and more people are brought in, Israel as well, Jews as well, but also and in particular Gentiles. The time of the Gentiles is fulfilled. So when is uh, when is Jesus coming back? When the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled. When when the when when he says it's up, <laughs> when everyone who's gonna be in is gonna be in. No one knows the time or the season or the day or the hour. It'll come like a thief in the night. But we have to be ready. Verse 25. There will be signs in the sun and moon and stars. 
On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. Sound like a hurricane, right? People will be faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world. For the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with the power with power and great glory. Yes. Everyone will see him. See, look. First time he came like a little baby. Came a little baby. You know, unassuming. Came as an infant, Christ child. Most people in Bethlehem didn't even know what was going on. They were all running around worried about a census that was being taken. They had no idea that the king of glory had just appeared. No idea. Um, but when he comes back the next time, it's going to be a different arrival, guys. It's going to be a different arrival. It says what? At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Woo! Mm. That's a thing. And encourage each other with these words. He's coming back. And when he's coming back, the next time he's coming with power and glory. And when you see these things happen, don't be afraid, child of God. Lift up your eyes, lift up your hands because your redemption is drawing near. What's he talking about? Your final, complete, full redemption. We've talked about this before, but Jesus saved us. He is saving us and he will save us. He saved us. He justified us from sin. He made us right before a holy God. He saves us daily through sanctification. He's, he's purifying us. He's correcting us. He's molding us. He's guiding us. And then one day he will, we will be completely saved, redeemed, completely redeemed when we received our glorified body and all the inheritance of the saints. Yes. Encourage each other with these words. <laughs> for, the, for the believer, man, it only gets better from here, guys. That's the awesome thing. From As a child of God, it only goes up and to the right from here. It only gets better. If you don't know Jesus, it only, it only gets worse from here. You think it's bad here? It's going to get worse if you don't know Jesus. But if you know Jesus, it's only going to get better. Yes, sir. Love it. All right, guys. You know what we do? We pray. We read, then we pray. I wanted to read this uh, Monday's uh, Monday's kind of confession or Monday's um, uh, Monday's creed that is in the, our, our our prayer guide. Um, just a good reminder, good reminder of what we believe. You know, it's uh, it's good to speak to your own heart. Now, we're not a creedal people. Like the creeds are not uh, divinely inspired, right? They're not the same as the Bible, but good creeds in church history were taken from the Bible, right? It's theological truth put in creeds. Um, now you always want to analyze it to make sure that it is consistent with the word of God. Uh, but there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with creeds. You just shouldn't base your entire faith on a creed. It should be based on the word of God. Um, having said that, there's something powerful that's about speaking what you believe to yourself. Um, sometimes you got to tell yourself what you believe. <laughs> I believe this. And there's power in saying that. And one of the things I love about these prayer guys like this, um, this one from Martin Luther, is it's this creed is reminding, it's a reminder of yourself. This is what I believe. And something happens in your spirit when you when you affirm what you believe. Watch this. I, I just love this one. I believe that God has created me and all that exists. 
I believe that. Amen. I believe that he has given and still preserves me, my body and my soul, with all my limbs and senses, my reason and all, my, all the faculties of my mind, together with my raiment, food, home, and family, and all my property. I believe that. That he daily provides me abundantly with all the necessary things of life. He protects me from all danger and preserves me and guards me against all evil, all which he does out of pure, paternal, and divine goodness and mercy, without any merit or worthiness in me. I believe that. For all which I am in duty, bound to thank, praise, serve, and obey him. This is most certainly true. Yes. Yes, it's good to remind ourselves, man, I believe that God created me and he created everything that exists and everything I have has been given to me by him. And he daily, not just in the past, but he daily provides for me. He daily protects me from all danger. He daily preserves and guards me. And you know what, my friend? He's going to do it for you today. And he does all of that. I do, he does all of that because of his own divine goodness and mercy and paternal fatherly love for us, not because of any worthiness in me, not because I deserve it. And because of that, Martin Luther would say, we're, we're bound to thank him and praise him and serve him and obey him. Amen. Wow. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you, man, sometimes if you just want to have a good devotion, you got to jump into some theology, right? Good old theology. Wow, we learned a lot from the Word of God, man, that um, Isaiah, Thessalonians, and the Gospel of Luke, Jesus' own words is, you know, God's going to make things right. There's a longing for that to happen. Um, God longs for it. The people of God long for it. And Jesus himself said it will happen. No one knows the day or the hour. But there will be no question when it happens because the Son of Glory will come with radiant light. And when that happens, lift up your eyes and lift up your hands because your redemption draws near. Praise God. Let's pray, y'all. Lord, thank you so much for your goodness and grace. Thank you for the holy word of God that reminds us to be ready, to be sober-minded, to be awake and alert and always ready. Um that we, are, we should not be like those in darkness. So God, today we, we, uh, we wake up, we open our eyes, and we see um, your work all around us, Lord. Help us to be your hands and feet. Help us to be children of light today. Um, that's who we are. May we walk in that today. Lord, thank you for loving us. Thank you for everything you have done for us in the past and the things that you are doing for us right now, protecting and preserving and providing for us. We are so grateful, Lord, and we know it is because you're, you're a good God. You're a father who loves and loves uh, abundantly and uh, everlastingly. Lord, I thank you for my friends. I pray that you would encourage them today, that you would bless them, Lord, that you would give them a good day. May your peace and grace go with each one. Lord, if there's anyone who has a special need, special concern they're crying out to you for, Lord, may you answer that request. 
in, a, in the most amazing and incredible way that you might receive glory and honor. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. It's a little different. First day doing a little different thing here. So sorry if there's a little bit of glitch in the in the, uh, in the connection. Hopefully it'll be better tomorrow. Thank you for sharing this, subscribing to this, letting people know it's happening. Really appreciate that so that we can get more people praying, calling out to God, reading his word. That's always a good thing, right? All right, you guys have a great Monday. We'll see you again tomorrow as we continue on through this uh, readings through Advent. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.